Hi, I'm Diane Worthington. And I'm Denise Vivaldo. And we are women beyond a certain age. We certainly are, Denise. <laughs> and some days we're, we've got one foot in the grave and the other foot on the banana peel. But that's a whole other one we'll talk about. That is true. What we wanted to do, Diane, is we were wrapping up our last podcast, which was called This is a Whole Big Old World Out There. The more you and I have explored this and really spent some time, I've decided that with more time in my life and less work, I want to learn something new. I don't know if it's what exactly it is every day yet, but I'm working on it. But the first one I'm taking over, and you laughed when I said it because you've done this you've made pasta for years but I bought myself a pasta machine because I'm going to make my own homemade pasta again now the reason it means so much to me is that I had a pasta machine like 30 years ago that I bought myself when I from Cavelli's if you remember that wonderful little shop on Stockton in San Francisco I had Mm. the pasta machine when I was in school I made it once then I graduated and never used the pasta machine again because when you're getting paid to be a food professional, your time is so modulated. You know this. And, you yeah. know, it's just, you, I was a and production you don't get manager. The, you know, as I said, you don't get the luxury no, there's of going no luxury. back and enjoying something that you love. That's right. Because you have to create something new and all then the time. All, and the other thing is your clients wouldn't pay for homemade pasta. Okay. Yeah. So when I've cooked for people, nobody's going to pay me to make the pasta. They want me to, you know, run the party. So I got the most gorgeous new pasta machine. I saw it. It's oh, red. I know. I saw it it's on sexy. Facebook. Let's be honest. It's the <laughs> sexiest pasta machine in the whole world. And when I took it out of the box, Kenny said to me, well, okay, so what night do we get fresh pasta? I said, oh, you don't understand. I have a whole process with learning something new now. Now I need to say one other thing. There were times in my life, and Cindy's sitting here, and I can say this. She and I wouldn't read the directions because we'd say, there's no time for that. And Cindy's (laughs) line was, directions are for wimps. And so we would go ahead. Now, sometimes we were lucky, sometimes not so lucky. Sometimes we should have read the directions. I have pulled down Ada Boney's cookbook that I have, Splendid Table by Lynn. I have pulled down Marcella's old, Mm -hmm. one of Marcella's. Mm -hmm. Some of my favorite Italian cookbooks, all of them that have been, I I blew the dust off them. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to research. Open them up. I've got my post-its. My God, I'll be busy for two years. I've posted recipes. Because you want the minutiae. You want it it all in on this. You want all in to become the pasta maker. Hello. And, of course, I've realized I needed a pasta drying rack, so that's coming in the mail tomorrow. Oh, my God. I gave mine away. Too bad. Thank God I bought one. And also, I got beautiful, soft, winter wheat flour and then semolina from italy oh yeah well you have to have the right flour have have, so, and the semolina that's that's key. right All see denise you, well you were on to the next thing i i don't know why i was making so much fresh pasta but i oh for the cuisine when i wrote the cuisine of california i did a lot of fresh pasta uh-huh. oh and because that was, open your book yeah you should it's good Perfect. i have a mushroom one you could it's pretty pretty delish but um i I was obsessed about the fact that they had these new ones that came out called extruders, where they did the whole thing in one thing, and then it would extrude out into spaghetti. But the truth is you need to knead it first and then do that. I got it. So I got an electric kneader that 
uh, rolled it out and then cut it. I remember I taught a class at Laura's school on the history of pasta, talking about how oh, it was how from fun. Marco Polo, how it went around. You know, the Chinese really uh, were the originators of uh, yes. pasta noodles. And then we made fifth grade sauce. I'll never forget it. It was memorable to me. My daughter has no recollection, of course. <laughs> since she's still not into cooking that much. But the point is, I was so into making fresh pasta for so long, but that pasta machine has now been in my garage for, you know, 20 years. Sure. And uh, I look at it every day as I'm driving out because it's got the box <laughs> and whatever, and I think, one of these days I'm going to make it. So I'm excited for you to be doing this. And I'll tell you what was great. Yeah. I gave the pasta machine to a friend that lives in Arizona. Yeah. A couple oh, of years one. ago. Yeah. The old one. And you know what? She cares for it. She loves it. And she uses it so it was just a win-win situation you would think that i was getting a phd by the way i'm but that's how we roll my you know? first batch of pasta because i've never had the luxury of this kind of time it's it really uh, my favorite thing in life is researching just going through a few books that were sent to me yesterday sunday i literally was going through them thinking about their ideas it's luxurious it's luxurious. to do that um, so that's one thing that you're going to be doing. Oh, my God. And what I'm coming you, up to your house for lunch. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. When Kenny said to me, so what night are we having pasta this week? I thought, oh, this silly boy doesn't get it. Yeah, a little bit of a month. I have miles to run before <laughs> the first batch of pasta comes. But I'll get there. Now tell me what you're going to do for learning something new. Well, that's a good question. First of all, I had the thrill of having a lovely woman by the name of Cynthia Grobart, who lives in Atlanta, uh, she was coming out to Los Angeles for something, and we hooked up to make biscuits because oh she is one of the queens of biscuits. Absolutely. Biscuits along with Natalie Dupre, of course, the queen of Southern cuisine. And Cynthia's just amazing and fun. She is such a great teacher, I couldn't believe it. So this is really funny. She said, I'll, I will come and make the biscuits with you. And all of a sudden, I came home, and there's this giant box from Walmart. And I said, <laughs> we don't even have a Walmart around here. Who sent me something from Walmart? It was so much white lily, oh, self-rising yes. flour. you got to have white lily yeah. flour. Oh, my God. I can, I'm going to open a biscuit shop in my house. I had the best time of I my bet. life making you know i'm a california girl i know about tortillas i know about different kinds of breads but certainly not me neither biscuits i, I agree and what i learned from her was so cool it was the most fun i can't even tell you see, and even more fun was eating them and <laughs> let me tell you see now this is something and I, this is for everyone who yeah. is listening some of us, especially food women, and a lot of the people that are our friends in our network are in food. Yes. We literally have friends that are the very best at some of the greatest techniques mm -hmm. in the world. Yep. We need to be giving each other lessons in our homes and helping each other doing this. One of the things, Diane, you and I have talked about yeah. with learning something new, when you have more time, see, I can focus Otherwise, it's hard for me to focus because I'm thinking, and you were saying it, of 400 other things the I'm list, supposed to do. The list. The list. Yeah. The multitasking. Oh, I yes. can get this done. Well, actually, I was worried. It seemed to me a few months ago, I thought, 
I don't seem to have the focus Mm -hmm. that I used to. And what I found out is it's because I wasn't allowing myself to focus. I need to concentrate on one thing and not on 4,000 things. And I've done it for so long. So I'm retraining my brain. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think that that's, that's well put. It is retraining the brain. I told you that... I was so exhausted. I, I always love to do Super Bowl for Michael, my husband. He loves to have his guy friends over, and it always turns into a few days before. Hi, what's happening on Sunday from friends that I hadn't seen for a while? Anyway, I need to be a recovering work uh, multitasker. Yes. I'm going into recovery for this. That's right. And you know what else? I have to tell you something. <laughs> My mouth dropped open when I got here today, and you said, well, I had the Super Bowl party. I was still remembering the handmade Korean barbecue <laughs> that you did like three months ago that you yeah. said to me, I'm not doing that anymore. It's, I'm Never. exhausted. Never. Well, I thought if I started, I made, well, first I made turkey chili, and then I decided I should make a vegetarian chili, and then I thought, well, maybe people just want soup because it's cold. So I made butternut squash soup, and then I started with the appetizers. And, but I did do something. This is a big step. Okay. You ready? Yep. I used recyclable paper for everything. I used for the bowls. I'm so proud of you. I mean, I used to, I only use pottery or silverware. Anyway, the point is, I was so exhausted. Two days later, I was making biscuits. And I thought, you have to pace yourself. You are a recovering multitasker. And that is what we're going to be working on we through need our to, chats. Honey, I think, and we've said this to each other, but to yeah. say it to our listeners, yeah. you need to know your limits now. Yeah, they're we different. Need, they're different. The line has moved. Okay? Mm. I used and to... Not in the direction I wish it did, but no. be in reality about what it is. We have to know our limits. Yes. You know, making room for, as I call it, more downtime. Cindy and I went to the Napa Valley and where we would work 35 or 40 days in a row, we'd have a Sunday afternoon off literally to go do some laundry because one of us smelled. And then. Oh, that's right. It was Cindy. And then we get the other part of the day, we were going to the grocery store for the Monday morning show. Do you see what I'm saying? So we literally would get five hours off in about 35 or 40 days. I I could do it. We got good night's sleep, have a glass of wine, go to sleep. I was fine. Cindy was fine. We did it. Now, let me tell you something. I now look at my let's have time for fun and get still have a little bit of, you know, work work involved because I like my work. Exactly. We're lucky. We love what we do. Yeah. But I look at this and I think, oh, on Wednesday, I'll be tired. Yes, so that's I'm the key. For the downtime, as I call it. And you know what? And Kenny is helping me with me. See, my husband and I was going to say we have to also, in everything we're talking about, I think this is stuff that needs to be discussed with your partner. Yeah. Whoever you live with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or if you're a care, it's just like, you know, when they talk about caretakers, how the caretaker ends up dead before the patient. Yeah, the, and no, because, it's, it's because, because they're so exhausted. They're so exhausted. And you know, it's funny that you say that because I said, to Michael I think this is tiring and he said well why are you making you know 27 dishes I was gonna say (laughs) and he said just do the basics and I'm gonna really step up to the plate and help you in every way I can because I know it's not as easy I've had you know I've had a knee issue that has really been plaguing me I've been in physical therapy for a few months and it's so annoying of course because my mind my brain is going I want to do x y and z and, you know, you have to slow down. 
There is. And when you, know, you have to slow when, down. When it's time. Yeah. When you know. And you know what? It's not just slowing down. It's it's pivoting in a direction that what you want to see yourself in instead of. Yeah. The, so I look at myself sometimes now at the end of the day. I've cooked a lovely dinner because the pressure's off. There's no more of this, oh, God, what am I going to make for dinner after Cindy and I have cooked for 12 hours that day. Right, right. I set the table. I put out a linen napkin. I open a bottle of wine, and I'm using all the beautiful wine glasses (laughs) that I've always owned and never used. Right. So I'm trying to look at myself in a whole new light. Diane, do you know what I mean? I think it's I think it's I, I don't the know thing what, that we need to I think we all at some point you can call it slowing down or you can call it reprioritizing. Yeah. Or in my case I'm, you know, in rehab for multitasking. I start doing it and then I have to be able to say That's right. No. And here's another thing, Denise. Doing what you once did is now much harder, if not even doable, let's say. So we were talking about this before. Our self-esteem was so wrapped up in the amount of work we accomplished in a day that that was how we thought. Of course. And now, what if you decided to go to the museum with a friend and see an incredible artwork by Weiwei, this incredible artist, for instance? To me, that's as satisfying as creating whatever I was doing. It's about, when you say changing your priorities and reapplying them differently... It's saying, I can do that and feel good about that, not feel like, oh, I should be doing X. That's right. Retraining your own patterns. Yeah. You know, that's we, such a good way to think about it. I, For everybody listening, don't you think? I, and you, you had a good idea, by the way, Denise. What did I do? Um, <laughs> yeah, really, I forgot. No, I think it had to do with making... Let's talk about the way you think about your calendar now. You, oh, you yes. barely spoke about it, but, but what you're doing it and how you what you recommend for. I people. want to have my calendar now have fun learning accomplishments, things that I've always and going to the museum is one of them. Yes, Diane, more often, not just on a Sunday afternoon. And you know what else? I want to be kinder to myself, and that's part of the self-esteem. Did I accomplish enough? I mean, what could I have done differently, or how come that didn't come out perfectly? Well, you know what? I'm not. I don't want to scrutinize everything I did anymore. I want to think. Ooh, I had dinner. I did a little weeding. I brushed my dog. Yeah. I talked to a client for a project in the future. What a successful day! That's right. <laughs> yeah, and but maybe that—that's. That, that's and you know who's teaching me that it is Kenny. I have to tell you, Mister, yeah. Mister, he's not retired, and he gets angry when I even suggest it. Right. But what he's done is he's really cherry picking his clients. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's not a case that he's going to, I think learn something from, yeah. think that he's going to win, make some money on it. He wants to win, you know. He's yeah. That's of course. Kenny. But I'll tell you, every day at about two o'clock, that computer goes off. And Kenny's in his guitar room practicing the guitar. Well, what a good model for you. I have to tell you. And, the, and this is the thing that's, and of course, I think we're all different. But here's the thing. He's not going to, I mean, he's loving studying the guitar. He's, Mick Jagger is not calling him. Okay? Right. It's not Eric about that. Clapton is yeah. not saying, help me, Kenny, my hands are going down. Uh, there isn't a roadie out there. There yeah. isn't groupies attacking him saying, hey, buddy, I hear you play the guitar. I'd like right. to, you know. Right. None of that is happening. And yet, he's uh, he played the guitar as a young man. 
He loves music. He's very musical. He has a lovely singing voice. He, lo- he reads music. He has his music room that we call it. If Bali should send a picture, Cindy can post it, it I put it up. The beautiful collection of guitars. He's got a music board that he writes on. Do you see what I'm saying? It's wonderful that he For has me, really been able to. That's what I first started to do it. I thought, well, the house needs to be vacuumed or, right. well, you could take my, you know, the cars need to be washed. Not that we even do that for Christ's sake. Like <laughs> I'm saying two jobs that I haven't done myself in like 20 years. Right. And yet, no, he didn't. That's not his plan. His vision of success is playing the guitar every afternoon. So after about the third or fourth week in our new house, when he closes that door and yeah. I'm left to my own devices, I thought to myself, well, I should be like him. Yeah, I should he's find a good, something. He's a good yeah, example. For I you. should find something I love, and that's what I'm going to do in the afternoons. And it really, it's it's amazing. It's not though that you should; it's that you. Want. I want to. You know yes, what I mean? You're right. It's really not a. That's the thing. It's not like oh, I should do this because Kenny's doing it. It's more like wow, look what he's doing. Yes. And look at what you know satisfaction he's getting from that. And it's about doing something that you love for yourself. And that's, it it sounds so, when you say it, Diana, it makes so much sense to me, but my entire upbringing was from two people who- Achieve, achieve, achieve. Achieve, achieve, achieve. And every day said things to us like, what did you, what did you accomplish today, girls? Mm -hmm. And when I look back, we should have said, what we accomplished is we're all still alive. (laughs) 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 So there wasn't any sibling uh, rivalry that ended poorly. I have to tell you this, Dan, because you've taught me this. Yes. Because you are just a jock, even with your hurt knee. (laughs) I would say, when I was working so many hours, see, I wouldn't get home till four or five. Then when it gets cold, I wouldn't walk my poor dog. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Because it's cold and I'm tired and I want to have a glass of wine instead and I want some soup. And also I I need to watch, you know, Love in the Toilet on the Hallmark Channel. So that's (laughs) Love in the Toilet. I've watched that numerous times. You've seen it. You've seen that movie many times. Anyway, (laughs) Love Down the Drain, you know. all right, exactly. Uh, We're looking at circling the drain. Thank you. (laughs) So to make the long story short, I have made it, and this is the structure. Kenny and I have our, our morning time, and we discuss things. because yes. We can't watch the news because yes. we're both maniacs when we see the news. Yeah. We talk about things. I take a shower first, and then he goes off to meditate, and I take the dogs for their walk then. And if I do it at the same time, just about the same time every morning, it's so delightful to see the blue skies and the snow on the mountains. And not making it a chore, I make it a treat yeah so that's and you know that's but just wait, changing what you the need word. to explain <laughs> is what we need is a new a new way of structuring yes. our day yes it isn't just about work so for you it's walking your dogs and taking in and being in gratitude for the beauty that's outside etc we're talking about structure because yes you know i think that how one feels about oneself is if you're not now no longer working in nutty hours and you have more time for yourself, what do you do with it? So yep. let me tell you a couple of other things. Yes, I, I learned how to make biscuits, but that will not be a full-time job. Even though <laughs> I did say I could be having a full-time job with the amount of flour in my house now. Thank you, Cynthia, Cynthia Gropart. <laughs> but there's other things to do. And this, for me, happened in the last couple of years. I decided to join a group. Yes. It's a women's group where we do different things. We go to different museums. 
different exhibits that are coming up. There's a hiking week that which I don't do so much now, but we just had a whole a four session thing with the UCLA professor on the religions of the world. That's fascinating. fascinating. So it keeps your brain alive and it's really you're starting to connect things that you might not have thought about. And for me, of course, it was me playing pickleball, which is an extension of tennis, which I just adore. Um, I'm a little sidelined now. But but being in a group, I think, can be really, really helpful. I think that's excellent advice. And I know because as I'm changing, some of the groups that I've been members of no longer interest me. Do you know what I mean? That's, yes. That's I totally all it's know come down mean. to. Of course, a networking group that I've been a member of for 25 years. Yeah. But I said to her as sweetly as I could, I said, honey, I'm at the end of the. Right. I'm at the end of that race. I don't care. (laughs) That's really exactly what I said. I don't, it's not of interest. I'm happy to mentor people. I I, I had a wonderful conversation yesterday. A young woman had emailed me. She was in Alabama. She's a caterer. She's read my catering book. I told her, you know, I've been out of the market for a long time, but that business never changes. You know, the, the real principles of business. We talked for about 20 minutes and I got off the phone and I had, it was a thrill. Yeah, I was so that excited was your, for her. That, yes, and also it just feels so good to be able to share your expertise exactly. with other people but when it's not as important to you in the way it once exactly was. That's exactly right. The other thing I, I need to get out and do that I have every intention of doing, yes. I want to cook in a soup kitchen. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm going to find one in Ventura, and I know they have several. Yeah. I cooked a couple of times at Project Angel Food here in L.A. Uh-huh. I just want to go and... yeah. And have an apron and somebody give me a job. That's you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> I no. don't want to be the boss. You don't want to be the boss. That's the one thing you don't want to be. I just want to, yeah. I want to peel potatoes or, you know, tell me to make soup. I can make 50 gallons of soup. And you want to, you just, just need to fill helpful. up the pot. That's how you make 50 gallons of soup. <laughs> just fill up the pot. And so I, that's something that I'm looking forward to. There's just so many Oh my so God, there's so much things. need on so many levels. So much. Well, that's the other thing. I think it's good for us to share this for all of you listening that there is a whole big world out there and there are millions of jobs you've never thought about or volunteer opportunities that you've never even considered. So one of the things to do, if that's something that appeals to you, is to just get on the internet and start surfing. Absolutely. And you will probably find some things that that interest you in the volunteer zone. But it's not just volunteering, which I think is really essential for your feeling good about humanity and doing something. But it's also, again, finding something that interests you. Like, I never knew about Buddhism and Islam. I mean, it was so interesting to do that. And then I'm going downtown. We're going to go look at the metro uh, where we actually sort of have a metro in L.A. now and all the artwork that's going on. We live in such an incredible city, Los Angeles where there is so much going on that it's almost overwhelming about trying to find something you want to do. Or theater. There's just so many things that you can decide you want to do. But it's really the one step at a time kind of thing. Do one thing and see how good that feels. Yes. And then add to that. You know, you don't get your self-esteem anymore from being a workaholic, A-plus achiever. It's more about feeling like you're with yourself and experiencing new things. Well, you know, that is, it's huge, Diane. What you just said is huge. It's been a transformation for me in the last year. I've been working on this for a year. 
Do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, really? and I've been, I would say it's been, been a couple of years for, for me, year. so I'm a little ahead of you with that. But I tell you that, the, I think when you tell me this, I want to say this, because I know a few people right now that are really struggling. They've retired, and they're really trying to figure out how do you take my skill set and enjoy life now. It takes some time. So if you're in that zone, just know that it doesn't just all of a sudden happen. No, but I'll tell you, I really love seeing Cindy work really, really hard now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, she's 12 years old, so, she, you know. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Jesus Christ, she doesn't know the difference a decade makes. Yeah, enjoy it, Cindy. So enjoy it, Miss Cindy. <laughs> I will say this, and this is, again, okay, same thing, big wide world. I, of course, have written nine books. Some of them have had three or four editions. And yet I've never really gone to a writer's workshop, okay, because I didn't have time. I went to Alyssa Altman's. She did it for memoir writing because I am working on my memoir. I have no idea what's ever going to happen to it, but I, I am working on it. I can't wait to read it. Well, <laughs> you know, it's a crapshoot. Let's put it that way. But anyway, I went to Alyssa's, and the, what I learned getting in your writer's mind, but by doing it every morning for just, and you were talking about Buddhism. My husband's been a meditator for 40 mm -hmm. years. So when she says, before you start to write, sit at your computer with your eyes closed, maybe you can light a candle, and you can focus on that you're going to enjoy the process mm -hmm. of writing. Don't make it work. Don't make it stumbling. And you know what? I've been taking it in not just in writing. I think of her, she's a lovely, very smart woman, written wonderful books. I think of her and I think, you know, meditate your mind, clear your mind for what's good to come. That's and, wonderful advice. And it, it helps me to slow down and not be so maniacal about getting things done. I think that is a wonderful way to end this session today, Denise. And I hope all of you will just kind of Take a minute and take a breath and think about how you can make your life work well for you if it's not just about work. Not just about work. Yeah. Thanks, Diane. Thanks, Denise. Thanks, Miss Cindy. Thank you, Cindy. Bye-bye.